Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people around the world each and every night. All right, joining us right now from UndergroundUSA.com. Go there, check it out. Is none other than Frank Salvato. And good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Well, we got a caller on the line, and I told her I was going to mention this before we got to her. Um, the The fact of the matter is, Frank, we had one of the one of the just a horrible weekend uh, for shooting. Now we had some gang related incidences in Milwaukee and Houston. They're going to happen anyway. Probably a few in Chicago because we didn't hear Chicago mentioned. But we had twenty one people uh, wounded in Milwaukee. Thank you to the gangs. We had the Buffalo trip. By the way, Joe Biden says he's going to go to Buffalo on Tuesday. Uh, good luck. Um, we had the Buffalo incident, which was horrible, absolutely horrible. Kid drives 100 miles to go shoot up blacks and Jews. You can point to the different instances and say, well, this was the cause, this was the cause, this was the cause. But the fact of the matter is this. There are people in our society, especially when we talk about the gang shootings, who put no value on life. When it comes to Buffalo, and instances like that, we're talking about a failure of our of our society in order uh, to address mental health. Yep, and that has to change. But Buffalo could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Houston could have been avoided mm-hmm. if society was awake and willing to take responsibility for what we're not acting on. Right, gang violence. You go to any urban center in Chicago, twenty-one shot. That's a typical weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's making headlines in Milwaukee. Yeah. Lori Lightfoot's down talking about being able to read books down in Texas, which she should be in Chicago addressing the gang violence. Mm-hmm. But she won't because everybody's got to be a victim. Mm-hmm. When we address mental health correctly, perhaps we could have refined our institutionalization process better. Mm-hmm. But today, mental health is an outpatient thing. And you're going to have buffaloes. Yeah. You're going to have events like that when you're when you're not doing what you need to do to address mental health. Mm-hmm. So they want to take care of government wants to take care of everything yeah. in your life except for the things that we really need them to take care of to keep society safe. Well, hold on because we're going to go to Mary now. Mary's been waiting patiently. Okay, you had a question on this subject. What is it? Hi. 
Uh, I was just wondering about the possibility of MK Ultra. That is kind of like a person experimentation, and I believe that some Nazis came over to Argentina and the United States after World War II and are kind of still around, still using those techniques on people. So I was just wondering about this MK Ultra thing that I read about, uh, where they do kind of get control of someone's mind. Also, these video games that were shooting people don't help. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, well, I agree with the video games. I mean, the, the military, Frank, is using the violent military games to train the infantry. No, when you desensitize a, a society of, to violence, if you want to go before that, let's look at what Hollywood pumps out. Let's look at what, telev- what, what, what television stations pump out. There's, mm-hmm. there's violence on every channel every single day. We just up the game with, with video games to be able to put the person in control of the trigger. So when you're wiping out 20, 30, 40 people in a, in a video game using high-capacity magazines, you, you're desensitizing yourself to death. It trickles over into real life with people who aren't intellectually capable of understanding that a game is a game, a movie is a movie, and, and a television program is a television program. Go ahead and sit down and... and what, oh, over the course of a weekend, count how many people died on television shows. Yeah. Hold that thought, folks. You're coming right back with more with Frank Silvato. And uh, I'll address that uh, little statement about the Nazis because there's a, so many books out there right now. Some of these kids are getting this stuff right out of the school, right out of the library. Oh, I'll be right back. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. Hey, this is Judson Carroll of the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. My new book, Growing Your Survival Herb Garden for Preppers, Homesteaders, and Everyone Else, is really for everyone. No matter where you live, whether you're in a homeowners association or you have a nice big farm, or even if all you have is a balcony and an apartment, you can grow the herbs you need for your health, for your family's health, and be ready to face any circumstance that comes your way. I make growing herbs easy, practical, and fun, actually. So look for this book. It's on Amazon if you want a print copy, or you can contact me directly for an ebook. Find me at judsoncarroll.com. Thanks, and I know you will enjoy this. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. All righty, Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com, back with us. Hello, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. You know, it's always a pleasure uh, to talk to you because... We get involved in situations, and we can we can speak to the first responders uh, going back to the shooting for a minute and what they have to go through. And I'll tell you what, the firefighters that saved the lives of the people that were shot, that were critically wounded, that we're hearing about, have, have, have lived. What a job they did. The first thing that they will tell you if you, if you approach them about it is that they were just doing their jobs. That's right. You know, but uh, it does. It, it can take a toll on these guys. Mm-hmm. You don't. You, you don't go to scenes of carnage and not be affected by it. Yep. We 
talk about these guys, the brothers of the badge, when issues like this come into the headlines, but they deal with grueling things every single day. Yep. Uh, inner city guys, like the guys in Chicago and New York and L.A., they deal with these shootings every single day, especially over the weekends. Yep. It's like a mass casualty thing for these guys every weekend. But even even in, in more uh, unurbanized areas, uh, the slaughter we see on the expressways mm-hmm. and, and the streets as far as related to traffic accidents, mm-hmm. some of the most horrific things in the world these guys see, yet they get up, finish their shifts, take their two days off, get back on the rig. Yep. So... When, when people talk about the longevity of a paramedic or the longevity of somebody who's on a rescue squad, uh, when you can put 20 years in, 25, 30 years in, mm-hmm. uh, the metal of these people is insane. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, that's, that's why it's a family, and that's why you'll never, ever hear me criticizing the guys who strap on a badge every day, whether it's police, fire, EMS, doesn't matter. These guys do it every single time mm-hmm. they go to work. Yep. Now let's talk about Finland for a minute because Finland became very Finnish over the weekend. Uh, their government declared a new era is underway after announcing Sunday their intention to join NATO. Now, I do believe their parliament is going to have the vote on that today, uh, and uh, that will definitely expedite things because the uh, Secretary General of the UN, of the uh, NATO rather said that uh, they were going to fast-track this and get Finland in right away. Apparently, Sweden is also a step closer. Uh, it's my understanding that if the two of them get in together, that gives them 800 miles of border with Russia with NATO nations. That kind of changes the game plan a little bit. If we're going ahead to serial on this, Putin's move in Ukraine did exactly the opposite of what he wanted. Yeah, he said that the the onus for him going into Ukraine was the saber rattling that country was making to about joining NATO mm-hmm. and their alliance with the West, and he didn't want that. He didn't want adversarial nations on his border. Well, now you're now you're adding two more. You know, this is this is not what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, if we're going adversarial, we're dividing up the world like this. We could say that it's about joining an alliance, but isn't it really a defining uh, freedom against non-free states? Because right now, with what Russia is doing, being the aggressor, mm-hmm. uh, you can't you can't really say that it's a, a completely free existence over there. This, this dividing line is, seems to me about, and I hate to sound Reagan-esque, although I, I don't mind being labeled that. Right. But it seems to be a division between good and evil. Darn ultra mega guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's ultra mega against non ultra mega, I guess. I yep. don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I forgot to answer Mary's little thing there. Uh, these uh, these uh, teachings about the Germans and Germany and the, the master race and all this sort of stuff uh, that's that's been out there is available in some of your favorite libraries because some of these schools still have these books in the libraries and certainly the public libraries have them. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what we need to do to, to stop all of that, but I guess you can't do much about the public library schools. You can. Well, thank God that we at least got rid of Huckleberry Finn and, and, to, and, and to kill a mockingbird. Right. 
those two, those two incredibly horrible books, we can't imagine what kind of violence they would have spurred. At least those horrible books are gone. We can keep the Nazi propaganda. Mm -hmm. We can keep the books that incite violence and and, and grow poison pills inside our children. But, oh, Huckleberry Finn, please. Don't forget 1984. Oh, 1984. Well, you can't, you know, you don't want to give away your game plan. (laughs) Oh, boy. Russia, the story is from British intelligence, has probably lost around a third of their ground forces, KIA and wounded. Their words, not mine. That it deployed to Ukraine and its offensive in the Donbass region. The last momentum and fall has fallen significantly behind schedule, so said British military intelligence. In addition... Despite small-scale initial advances, Russia has failed to achieve any substantial territorial gains over the last month while sustaining consistently higher levels of attrition. Uh, the reference to here is, of course, the uh, 36 tanks that were destroyed uh, trying to get back across that bridge and head on up towards Russia. They never made it. This is validating what, we, what we've been saying over the last two weeks. They were shocked Yep. not to be able to roll directly through and occupy that country. Yep. The Ukrainians decided no, and they fought for their lives and kind of displayed to the world that the Russian military is a little bit more bluster than it is substance. So again, I don't I don't think Putin thought this through completely because all the goals that he sought to achieve he has not reached. Yep. He has not repatriated Ukraine, although he did take the Donbass region. They were separatists anyway. Yep. And and he pushed two neutral countries over towards the West. So I don't see where this thought process was ultimately figured out. You know, where you see the United States, and I'm not comparing this as far as saying the United States is an aggressor nation. So if anybody from the left is listening, just sit down. <laughs> when the U.S. goes into a military operation, not only do they think it through, there's 14 contingency plans for if it doesn't go the way they think it's going to go. You bet. Because we want to bring everybody home. Yep. I can't say the same for the, for the Russian military leaders. I don't think they care if everybody comes home. No, they don't. And hold that thought. And folks are coming right back with more on the Captain's America Third Watch. And Frank Silvano, too, going to stick around bottom of the hour. And I'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. We are rolling forward. In the sea of contradictions, you have reached the port of common sense. The Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Nightly between 2 and 6 a.m. Eastern. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. 
Okay, back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, sir, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. You're a sir, Mr. Frank, no. All right, here we go. And uh, Christine, pay attention. There'll be a There'll be a quiz after this. Christine brought this subject up. She didn't know what we were going to talk about. You know, in the last week, the Congress had, the House of Representatives in particular, had six hours to read some 1,750 or 1,800 pages of language in the $40 billion bill the Democrats dropped, the supplemental spending bill for the Ukraine with no offset in spending, and without any safeguards, assurances of use, or proof of a strategic plan for the U.S. role in Ukraine. Nothing, not a zip, zero. We don't even know what they're using the money for. Yeah, the piece that's uh, headlined everything at undergroundusa.com uh, today has exactly to do with that. It's about the, uh, the wag the dog. This is a wag the dog. You had every single Democrat, every single one of them, vote for this appropriation. Yep. Yet not a month ago, you had the far left saying we could not flood the Ukraine with money. Yep. We should not be arming them. But all of a sudden, everybody had this knee jerk one eighty and and now war is good. The anti war left is now saying we have to we have to go to war on this. As a matter of fact, Steny Hoyer, the House Majority Leader said that uh, we're at war. He said it twice on the House floor. We can't criticize this administration. We can't criticize this government because we're at war. So when you look at the $40 billion, and really the total is 57 at this point when you total everything up. Correct. Let's count exactly how much is actually going to the government of Ukraine to execute what, what they believe is the most important stuff. We're sending money to our defense contractors to get them arms to everything else, but the humanitarian aid that's getting over there is not so much. So you're looking at a Congress that is now pro-war. You're looking at a government that's infusing billions of dollars into our defense industry. One could say that we're wagging the dog and, and the Biden administration is actually trying to to deflect from a bad economy, a divided country, uh, the, the row weight issue, anything that they've failed at, they're trying to redirect your attention to Ukraine because we have to help the Ukrainians. And don't forget that before, the, before Russia went into Ukraine, we all recognized the Ukrainian government as one of the most corrupt in the world. Yeah. Hunter, you know, Hunter, so Biden, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Yeah. There's a lot more going on here than than just the the benevolent Congress spending money for the poor Ukrainian people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of narcissistic stuff happening here as far as keeping the Democrats in power and being disingenuous with the message as well. well Not to mention trying to kickstart our economy that the Biden administration has single-handedly tanked. Mm-hmm. Well, Congress hasn't even been provided information on the update of the $14 billion that was initially improved about a month ago and sent to the Ukraine. Where are those weapons? And did the money actually get to the Ukrainians? We don't know. And they're unconcerned about it, except for a very few people in in the Senate and the House. Very few. 
they're unconcerned about it because our Congress today exists as a, an entity that only spends. That's their achievement. It doesn't matter what the subject is. They only spend. That's all they know how to do. Yep. Create a tax and spend. And when they create a legislation, they don't do it in a nature that's comprehensive. It's not down to the dotted I's and cross T's. It's very general, and they let the, the agencies and departments figure it out after they pass it. It's not the way it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. And none of this is supposed to be taking place the way it is because it's in violation of the rules that the Congress put in place, and they're not even going by their own rules again. They make it up as they go along, and it's always to manipulate what they have in place to their advantage. Mm-hmm. And it's always based on the political party. Yep. It has nothing to do with serving the people. Yeah. We, haven't okay. been, we haven't been served by Congress for my, my lifetime? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Now, I've saved the best for last because I know you're going to get a laugh out of this. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to the latest NBC News poll that came out yesterday, right after Meet the Press, President Joe Biden's job approval rating has hit an all-time low. Just 39% of Americans approve of Biden's job as president, compared with 40% in March, and he's definitely going into the tank. Well, I think that 39 is a little on the high side. Probably. I, when a Mammoth College came out with a poll last week talking about the direction of the country, and only 17% thought it was going in the right direction, so... How you can justify that with something that's over double what that number is for an approval rating. I think NBC's being a little kind to Joe. I think that poll's a little biased and a little weighted to to come out a little bit more. Uh, That said, 29%, even on the high side, is not a good approval rating to have. I think it's more more closely aligned to 17%. And since you mentioned that, this is what this NBC poll said about that. It said in just the opposite ma- manner. It said 75% of Americans say the country is headed in the wrong direction. The fifth time in the poll's 34-year history when the wrong track number hit 75% or higher. Yeah, and it's, and it's higher. Mam- Mammoth is usually pretty good, especially going through the elections. So, you know, I go with, that, with them when it comes to sentiment on direction. Uh, 17%, I... It's got to change, people. Mm-hmm. And this midterm election needs to be not only a sea change, but a veto-proof sea change. Oh, yeah. So we can start reversing what this idiot's doing now. Yep. Because when you've got the illustrious Anita Dunn, who back in the Obama administration said that her favorite philosopher was Mao Zedong, when you've got her yeah. coming up with stupid, stupid lines like ultra manga. And that party of power thinks that's a good avenue to take. This is getting getting down to the like eighty and sixty IQ percentile run to this country. Yeah. It's, it's got to well, stop. By the way, good morning to George the Godfather. He says, "Really? That should be two <laughs> percent." Before it's all over, he's probably going to be accurate in that number. Well, wait till you hear the economy numbers here. Listen to this one: thirty-three percent approve of Biden's handling of the economy. Fifty-nine percent do not. Yeah, I don't think NBC is incredible polling anymore. Not with that kind of stuff, no. All right, well, Frank, I will talk to you on Friday. Thanks around a lot for sticking around, and you have yourself a great day up there. Stay low, my friend. All right, Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, UndergroundUSA.com. Go over there, check it out. 
We'll be right back with Patrick Hyland. You found it. The most listened to radio program in the overnights. The Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army. Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on. Leave a comment if it lets you. And share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the Internet gatekeepers and social media censors. This is going to be increasingly important moving forward given the world's trajectory. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. American Express, investigated by the U.S. government, caught processing a Soviet-era politician's dirty money, paid hundreds of millions in fines for deceiving customers. Rather than clean up their act, American Express has gone woke. Employees say people are promoted and told to offer lower premiums based on race. Amex administered critical race theory training that told employees capitalism is racist. American Express, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Visit unamericanexpress.com. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org.